Everything we want in life exists outside of our comfort zone. Otherwise, we would have already achieved it. We can do anything we want. We can become any type of person we want to be. But we need to make a commitment to that thing and putting in the work to achieve that thing and becoming that person who we want to be. And it's not going to be easy at first. It can even be unbearable at first to get started. Doing what's right is rarely doing what's easy, at least at first. But when you have the right systems in place and you make an unwavering commitment to follow through with that system for enough time, it will transfer from being an unbearable thing you just can't even stand to do to something that becomes a little bit troublesome and ultimately to something that you enjoy and you love and you become unstoppable once you've done it enough and you see how beneficial it is for your life. Whether you want to be a better athlete or grow a business or be better in your relationships, it all takes a commitment to hard work and having a clear system that you can follow that's going to make you who you want to be. On today's episode of the Night and Runs podcast, I'm going to be talking about the concept of the three U's. No, not the three C's of pacing a race, but the three U's of habit change and how over the course of 30 days, you can implement anything that you want to implement into your life, into your training, and really in just 30 days, make a monumental change into being the person you want to be. Today's episode of the Night and Runs podcast is brought to you by the Night and Runs training group on Patreon. If you enjoy this show and want to support the work that I do and want to download training plans that are based upon all the concepts I talk about on this show and inside my book, Run Faster Marathons, just go to patreon.com slash night and runs. You can join up and get great training plans that you can't find anywhere else that you're going to be able to follow to become the athlete that you always knew you could be. When you join the training group, you also get access to my greater community at large and access to ask me questions as well when you're going through training. There's no other training plan you'll find on the internet where you can actually speak with the coach who wrote it. So check it out. So I've been running for many, many years. And one thing that I've never done well is have a consistent routine for when in the day I actually do my run. Back when I had an office job, I would wait until I got out of work, and then I would run right afterwards. I would run on the weekends, in the morning, though sometimes I wouldn't really feel like it, and I would push it off, procrastinate all day, and then do it in the afternoon. A lot of times this led to me skipping runs because either something just came up during the day and I wasn't able to get it in like I originally planned to, maybe it became too stressful to find the time to fit in that run, or maybe I just didn't feel like going for a run after a full day of of working um, and sometimes some of the stress and emotions that come with that. I was always envious of the people who were morning runners and well, I've tried it a few times, but it just never really seemed to stick with me. 
since I became a full-time entrepreneur about two years ago, one of the things I loved about that was that I was able to totally set my own schedule. A big reason why I wanted to work for myself was so that I would have the freedom to work where I wanted, when I wanted, and pursue the type of work that I want to do, helping runners like yourself. I absolutely love that. But with no clear boundaries of what time of day I should be working, what time of day I should get up, it became hard to fit in my runs. And I think for the first almost two years of being self-employed, I would just fit in my run whenever. It was kind of an afterthought. Sometimes I would do it in the morning, sometimes around noon, sometimes in the afternoon. Literally every day I actually had to go through this decision process of when am I going to do my run? And it was definitely a source of stress. I run quite a bit. I mean, six or seven days per week. And in the past, I've run as much as 80 miles per week. I haven't run as much recently. And I think part of this is because I just haven't really known when to fit in my runs in a way that works with my current family situation. Um, Not making an excuse, but since I had a baby, that is an extra complication into my day. My wife and I um, both share childcare duties on our own. We watch the baby at all times and um, we have one car and work different jobs on different days. So kind of like every single day where the night before we're, we're talking about, okay, what are we going to do tomorrow? And, you know, who's going to watch Katie when, when are we going to do our runs? Um, you know, when are we going to work? That kind of thing. It's been a little chaotic and definitely not the best system. And I think my consistency as a runner has definitely suffered a bit because of this. I've always wanted a steady routine for when I run, but I haven't been able to figure it out. 30 days ago, I made a commitment to waking up early. When I had office jobs in the past, I would always try to start my day at work as early as possible, often at like 7 a.m., so that I would be done and leaving the office maybe around 3 o'clock. I loved having the afternoons open. And this meant that I would be getting up at maybe 5 or 5.30 in the morning to get ready and commute to work. But since I started working for myself and I work at home, I pretty much fell into this routine of I would sleep until around 7 or 7.30 every day. And And I loved it. Again, I mean, for the first year or two of being self-employed, I loved just that I didn't need to wake up to an alarm clock. I could sleep in. I told myself that this was helping my running, you know, not cutting back on sleep, prioritizing it. And that's true to a point. But I would get up at 7.30 and immediately have to maybe get in my run and then I would start working. And now I coach in the afternoons at a local high school at three. So I kind of need to shut down work by 2 p.m. to get over to do that. And then after high school track, we're done coaching that from three to five you know, drive home and I'm pretty tired to do really anything productive after that. So I just wanted to keep the evenings open for relaxing and spending time with my family or maybe seeing friends on occasion. So sleeping in until seven or seven 30 was becoming a problem. I just felt 
stressed and the mornings were chaotic, I felt like. So 30 days ago, I decided to start waking up early. I set my alarm clock 5.45 for the first day. Um, and and I, had, I had tried this many times before, and I would often wake up and just turn off my alarm clock and go back to bed and say, screw it. <laughs> the first day, actually, the alarm clock went off and Erica was awake next to me in bed. And I said, I don't want to get up, Erica. What should I do? <laughs> she obviously hated that because um, I wasn't following through with the commitment that I made to wake up early. So begrudgingly and after kind of upsetting my wife a bit, I headed downstairs and I started my morning. Made coffee and I sat on my couch and just enjoyed the peace and quiet for an hour before anyone was up in the house. It was still dark. I don't love getting up when it's still dark. I never have. But it was quiet, and I just enjoyed sitting on the couch drinking coffee for about an hour. And then after I'd done that, just sitting in silence drinking coffee in the dark, I felt ready to go for my run. So I got on my running clothes, and I was out the door at 7. My goal was to get out the door at 7, run from 7 to 8 every morning. This was going to be my new routine, and I thought that this would really help start my day off right. And I really enjoyed it. The first day, it worked. It was super hard to pull myself out of bed. I felt very groggy. But when I was up, sitting on the couch and just enjoying the quiet, and then when I got out the door, it felt good. It felt great to be running so early. The sun was rising by that point. You know, it's still kind of quiet out. Um, and it was nice and cool in the morning, which I liked. So I got home and was home around eight o'clock. And then I decided, you know, I'm not going to start working either until nine. So I had an hour to do some stretching, some strength, take a shower, eat breakfast. And then I was going to start working at nine. And I told myself, I'm not going to look at my phone. I'm not going to look at email. I'm not going to do anything work related or anything online before nine o'clock. I'm going to get my run done. That's my priority in the morning so I can start off my day right. And this worked really, really well. The first couple of days were tough to get out of bed. I, the next morning, I felt equally like I didn't. I didn't want to do it. I wanted to sleep in. But again, I enjoyed sitting on the couch and I enjoyed getting out for my run early. And then I had the whole day to just work and spend time with my wife. And then in the afternoon, go off to track practice. And I didn't feel this, this pressure and, and worry about when I was going to squeeze in my run between all of this stuff, which was very, very comforting. Um, and, I, and I felt good. I felt the benefits of the run that I did all day long. So... I made a commitment to do this for 30 days and I started in a notebook where each day sitting on the couch, I would journal a little bit, just, just write whatever was on my mind, things that I was working on, um, 
personal development wise and you know what I was excited about for the day um, not not work related things um, but but things that were, were comforting and I would mark it so I would say you know day three of 30 and I, and I wanted to do this routine of get up early have quiet time on the couch get out for a run at seven be home by eight and then not start work until nine I wanted to do this for 30 days There was a couple of days in the 30 that it was tough. I mean, the first 10 were definitely the toughest, but after 10 became a little bit easier. It was still a little uncomfortable getting up that early in the morning, um, but I was starting to see the benefits of it. Every day that I did it, it became a little bit easier, and I started to really enjoy it. By the 20th day, I was totally loving this routine. Um, and I actually started looking out for, for more content kind of just on the subject of um, morning routines to, to set yourself up for a great day in general. Um, this is a, a subject that a lot of people have been talking about for a long time, and I had kind of known about it, but I don't know if I ever really tried to formally establish one until now. But this 30-day challenge I'd set for myself was, was going really well. And um, I wanted to see what other folks had to say about this subject. So there's a book called uh, The Miracle Morning by Hal Elrod, which I'd heard brought up a whole bunch of times. And I didn't really know what it was about, but I knew it was a really popular book. I think I'd heard it was a bestseller on Amazon, and a lot of people really liked the concepts that it taught inside. So I got a copy of it for my Kindle from the library app that I use and started reading it. And what I loved about this book is in The Miracle Morning, Hal outlines uh, six different activities that you can include into a morning routine. I think there's six. Uh, he calls them the life savers and savers is an acronym, which stands for, uh, silence, affirmation, visualization, exercise, reading, and then, uh, for the sake of the acronym scribing, which is just writing or, or journaling. And he recommends doing these um, six activities over the course of maybe an hour. This is very customizable. It doesn't need to be an hour, but you know, he started off doing it, uh, each of these activities, 10 minutes at a time for the course of an hour in the morning. And I recognized I was already kind of doing some of these. I was sitting in silence, enjoying my coffee. Um, I've always enjoyed meditating. So I was trying to, um, spend some time meditating in the morning. I was journaling a little bit already, and I was about to head out the door for exercise. The things that were new here for me were affirmations, visualization, and reading in the morning. When I'd, I think I had heard about this in the past, and I discredited it as thinking, I mean, that's so many different things. How are you going to do all that stuff in the morning? Uh, and is it just going to totally tire you out, and you're going to spend all this time doing it? And it's like, when are you actually going to get to your day? But 
what I love about this book is he kind of just weighs the framework of if you have an hour, if you get up early in the morning and have an hour to yourself, you spend just 10 minutes doing each of these activities and each activity kind of flows into the next one in a very uh, positive way. And, and each activity just feels so good that you that you enjoy doing this stuff. It's not a chore. And each of these activities is one that is by itself can better your life. But when all all uh, six of them are combined, you know, you're really setting yourself up for a great day and you're you're priming your mind for um, a fantastic day where you work towards your goals and in alignment with who you want to be. So um, I've spent now 30 days. I've completed this challenge of getting up early and becoming a morning runner. Um, I haven't been completely perfect with the morning running, but this is definitely a routine that I plan to stick with long-term. And it's, it's had a huge impact on my life in just 30 days. It was about a week ago that I discovered this book called The Miracle Morning. So now I'm excited to start to add in some of these additional routines to my morning as well, like reading to learn a little bit in the morning, get inspired, um, visualizing what the day is going to look like and how I'm going to show up as my best self throughout the day. Um, maybe if I have a workout that day, kind of visualizing what that workout is going to be like and how it's going to feel. And something I've never really done before, but he encourages you to write affirmations that you recite to yourself every morning. So, so far I've written two. I've written one that is about my relationships and the person I want to be in them. And then the other one is about um, my, my business and who I want to be as a entrepreneur and um, coach who, you know, really works to help runners like you. I think I want to write a third one that's about my physical goals and my running goals uh, because those are really the three most important things to me, uh, my physical health and running, my, my, my business and coaching, and my relationships and family. So I think I still need to make that physical affirmation. But I've been reading those every day, and it's, it's great. I love this new routine. So with all that backstory said, um, what I want to share with you today is something that Hal talks about towards the end of his book, it's about habit change. And this is just a paraphrasing of him, but what I loved about it is he talks about this concept of the three U's, which for anyone who has listened to my content before knows I talk about the three C's when it comes to how to pace your race and how to mentally conceptualize how to feel in each portion of your race. He talks about the three U's of habit change. So we can become anyone we want to be. We can live the life we want to live. But to achieve anything we want to achieve, we need to go outside of our comfort zone. If what we wanted was easy to obtain and was comfortable and we didn't need to get uncomfortable to get it, we would have already done it by now. Often doing the easy thing is not the thing that we know is right. And if we really want to work towards becoming the person we need to be, we want to be, whether that's in running, your career, or your relationships, 
you need to put in the work and you need to have a clear system for how to get there. This getting up early routine for 30 days for me has been super successful. Now that I've been following this miracle morning routine for about a week, uh, it's, I would say it's actually getting quite easy. Um, but it, it was a little, a little tough at first. Everything is getting up early was super tough at first. Um, but now that I'm seeing the benefits of this, I just want to keep doing it. And running is the same way. If you're starting a running habit or, you know, becoming a more serious runner and want to put more structure to the running that you're doing, it's really hard at first. But it takes about a month to establish any habit and make it a lifelong just personality trait that you have to go from something that, you know, you always wanted to do and but maybe you hated even even trying <laughs> to something that you just love and you identify as that thing. So 30 days ago, I would not say that I was a morning person. I would not say that I was an early riser. Now a month later, I am that. That's part of my identity. I get up early now, and I love it. It could be the same thing with running. Maybe you don't think of yourself as a runner, or you don't think of yourself as a serious runner. But if you get started, that first week is going to be tough. Second week's going to be tough. But by the third week, it's going to get good, and you're going to start to see the benefit of it, and you're going to really love it. Same thing with becoming a more serious runner. A lot of the folks I coach have been running for quite some time, but they never really took it too seriously. And at first, it's it's tough because you're learning all these new things. You're starting to incorporate warm-ups and cool-down routines and strength, and you're running slower than you've ever run before on your easy days, and you're running harder and faster than you've ever run before on your hard days, um, and you're, you're goal-setting and all this stuff. And at first, it's it's overwhelming. Um, maybe you're like, Oh, I don't know if I want to do this. I should just keep doing what I've been doing. Cause it's been working. Okay. And it's been easy. But if you know, you have something you want to work towards, you have to get through the hard part before it gets easy. But then the light at the end of the tunnel is you become the person you want to be. And then you love doing it. So the three U's that Hal talks about in his book, the miracle morning, he says, habit takes 30 days to establish and just become part of your identity. Days one through 10 is the first you. He says that this can be unbearable. And I think some habits are more unbearable than others when you get started. Waking up early certainly was for me. It, it didn't take 10 full days to stop being unbearable, but the first three or four days were unbearable. I had to literally drag myself out of bed to make it happen. If you're starting running for the first time, I remember just how sore I was at the end of every run um, and how long it took for me to recover. Just starting out is the hardest part of running, but it gets so much easier. These first 10 days, they can be unbearable. You, you question whether you actually want to do this or if this is even right for you. But if you have the discipline to keep pushing through it, and that part's key, the discipline to keep pushing through the hard part, then when you get to the, the, the second 10 days, days uh, 11 through 20 of your 30-day habit challenge, it becomes a little bit easier 
His second you is uncomfortable. It's still not maybe something you totally love to do. It's still a little bit outside your comfort zone, but you're starting to see the benefits of it and the positive things it's, it's bringing to your life. With a running, after running consistently for a couple of weeks, you're going to start to see a little benefit. Um, it's still probably a little uncomfortable. You're st- still probably not that much faster. Maybe you, you can't really go that much further than before, but you, you see just the inklings of the benefit there. So you need to stick with it. And if you have that discipline to stick with it past day 20, and that this is where most people quit with habit change. And most people, if they start a new habit, they don't make it past 20 days. But if you do, you start to enter this third phase of habit change, the third you, which is being unstoppable. After I was waking up early for 30, for excuse me, for 20 days, I wanted to keep doing this, you know, for forever. Um, it wasn't hard anymore. It became easy. It became something that I looked forward to doing each day, getting up early, spending time um, by myself, working on um, some personal development and taking time to just sit in silence and then getting out for my run and then having the whole day ahead of me to be my best self. After 20 days, it was no longer uncomfortable. It was something that I never wanted to stop. I became unstoppable with this habit. But I couldn't quit there. I had to keep going. I had to experience at least 10 days of this unstoppable feeling to really solidify it into my identity. And now after 30 days, I'm a morning person. I'm an early riser and I run in the morning. This is how people become runners as well or become serious runners training like athletes. The first 10 days are pretty unbearable. Days 11 to 20, still pretty uncomfortable. But if you can make it through those first difficult three weeks, you come out the other side unstoppable. If you've ever trained for a big race that's, let's say, three months away, I'm sure you know the feeling of what it's like after you've been training hard for a couple of months. You just you feel so good as you are in that final month leading up to your race. But then you, if you have your big race, you have to keep going after that. After you take your rest break, you come back to running and you start all over again. You got to keep this habit alive. And this is why um, with the 30-day framework that Hal explains is, you know, once you start to feel good and you start to feel unstoppable, you need to keep doing it for a while to actually solidify it into your identity. So this is the difference between someone who trains for a race and then takes months and months off before they start running again and someone who trains for a race, runs that race, says, I am a runner and I'm going to keep doing this and take all the benefit that I got from the last 30 days, the whole training block before that, and then carry that with me into the next training cycle. This is how you become unstoppable as a runner. You make a clear plan of what you want this year to look like, what you want the next couple of years to look like, and how you're going to get there every step of the way. 
And then you bring the the uh, discipline and the consistency to it each and every day with a structure that works well for you. And if you do that, you'll go from a place where at first running is uncomfortable, can even be unbearable, but eventually you become unstoppable. And that's how great runners are made. And if you've always wanted to become a morning runner, check out uh, Miracle Morning by Hal Elrod. I think it could really help change who you are, make you the morning person that you've always wanted to be. And you'll see just how beneficial getting up early, spending a bit of time for yourself, and then getting out the door for a run is. I certainly have. And I, I have no plans to to change this habit that I've that I've spent the last month working on. I feel like a totally new new person, new man, new runner, and I'm excited for the coming spring and what I'll accomplish running at 7 a.m. All right, that's the episode for today. Hope you enjoyed it. If you did, I would love if you make sure you're subscribed to this show and your podcast player. I do try to release an episode every single week and leave a review or rating for the episode if you would love to help. It really goes a long way to kind of sharing this podcast with others who might benefit from it as well. And I'll leave you with three different ways that I can help you become a better runner today. The first one is be sure to check out my book, Run Faster Marathons, The Proven Path to PR. It's been out for about a year now, and I've honestly been kind of blown away with the reaction of it. People love how simple and easy to understand it is. Um, it's kind of the cliff notes of everything you need to know to become a great athlete, and especially at the marathon distance. You can find it on Amazon or on Kindle. Or if you go to my website, you can download a free PDF copy uh, when you sign up for my newsletter. That's nightandruns.com. The second thing is, if you're looking for your next training plan, be sure to go to patreon.com slash nightandruns. You can join the Night and Runs training group and get access to all the training plans that I've made for beginner, intermediate, and advanced runners for your next road race. You can also get in touch with my community when you join that group and get support from me and all of us along your training journey with any questions you might have. And number three, if you are interested in potentially working with me on a one-on-one -on -one basis, I do have some spots opening up for one-on-one -on -one online coaching. Just go to nightandruns.com slash coaching to learn all about how that works, and you can apply on there if you'd like. I'd be happy to set up a time with you to chat about your running goals and your background and what you are looking for out of a coaching relationship, and if it seems like we might make a good fit, we can get started. All right, until next time, I hope you have a great day. I hope your running is going well, and we'll talk soon. Bye.